Hello, everyone. Glad to have you with another episode from the Inner Revolution podcast. And uh, very excited to have a special guest with us today, Jesse Fires from Florida. And he's up uh, from one of our sister churches here for Bible school. And he's a real passion for God, a real heart for God. And he's an eligible bachelor. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Oh, That's boy. for all the women listening. No, just you. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I opened up that Pandora's box. I anyway. can just see Jesse is turning red. And should we give you our phone number out? Oh, okay. <laughs> just kidding. Just text us at this yeah. number. Okay. No, seriously, uh, he has a real heart for God. Sorry for that detour there. Um, but really, we're thinking about this topic of loyalty and allegiance in our world today. There's so much going on, uh, so much happening where people are connected and have their allegiance to so many things. And I just feel with you that it can, uh, what we're connected to can either revive us or make us tired and make us um, just really discouraged. But today we're going to hear a, a great thought from Jesse with a spiritual mindset on allegiance and loyalty. So go ahead, Jesse, what's on your mind? Sorry for that introduction there. No, thank you for that introduction. I'm uh, expecting a lot of messages and phone calls from that. Uh, you guys it. build me up so well. We should I mean, maybe I do this video. Uh, no, no. Do you know why we did that? Because why? we are actually in a process of building this website for GGW. Dating site. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put your face on there. Okay. <laughs> Never, to the topic. Here we go. I am kidding. Bastard. I am kidding. So he's very loyal. Okay. <laughs> he's, we are very loyal about this topic. So. You guys. All right. Let me chase away the audience right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when I, you know, I thought about loyalty and what are we loyal to uh, in this world? Um, and first off, you know, we have to be loyal to ourselves. And we have to have, they call it a vertical alignment. That's to loyalty to who's above you and vertically to God. And so I feel like it's hard. If you're not loyal to God and if you're not loyal to yourself, you can't be loyal to others. So if I say, like, I think of the gym a lot. I mean, I'm a personal trainer. So I'm going to have this commitment. I'm going to go on this diet where I'm going to commit and I'm going to go eat right, eat healthy and work out and then. You know, you get in like a week later and they all already fall off. And so they're not like loyal to themselves. They're not getting those small victories. Um, and I also thought of the word submitting, submission. So when you're loyal to something, you submit. And I feel like submission has this negative connotation in this world today that you have to be under someone. They have to submit. And no, it's like you still have your free will. But you're giving yourself because you want to be loyal to that. It is above you and beyond you. Um, and it shows commitment. Uh, committed. A committed spirit. Wow. Um, and another thought. Uh, uh, Pastor Justin Schaller uh, preached a message a while back about giving the first fruits. Giving, you know, what we have. Giving it to God. Um the, the best fruit, you know, the fattest calf in say the Old Testament. Are we able to give up the things in our life? You know, and that shows loyalty. And then that builds trust too as well. And that builds confidence uh, in ourselves and in others. Um, and then back to that thought about being loyal, you know, to ourselves. 
I know in Song of Solomon it says, you know, we have to um, we have to take care of our own vineyard before taking care of other people's vineyards. And so if we need to be loyal to ourselves uh, and committed to what we believe. And so if you believe in God, if you believe in his good works and what he has done for you, then then you could share and then you could give that to others. And um, and just loyalty, it just you, you could tell when someone is loyal to the word and how passionate they are and how uh, committed they are uh, in their walk. Uh, and it has like it is attractive in a way. People are attracted to that when someone is loyal to something because they have their heart and their mind set uh, in what they are committed to. So um, I have other thoughts, but I'd like to open it up to as well. That's a great thought. Pastor Jason, I was thinking about Deuteronomy 7, 9, how it says God is um, loyal to us. You know, when you think about how loyal God is to us. And uh, John 10, 10, 14, 6 says, God wants our loyalty. Like, how do we give? You want a little bit of talk about how God, how loyal God is to us and maybe how he wants our loyalty? Pastor mm. Jason? That's the thought on that. Yeah, I, the the word you said, Jesse, commitment. I think that's a scary word for a lot of guys, especially in relationships. You know, can they commit? Will they pay the price? Uh, will they sacrifice their own way to better another person or to love another person? Uh, so loyalty is a big word. I mean, I, a verse that comes to my mind is Second Timothy two thirteen that says that when we are faithless or unloyal or uncommitted, God stays committed. God stays loyal. So uh, again, just uh, I'm sure with training, because you're a physical trainer, you see people that fall off the wagon all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, how do you help them stay loyal or committed to their goal? How are some ways that, because there's a self-defeatist in all of us, there's, um, we maybe have an allegiance to things that uh, are temporal, right? But, you know, I was reading with my son the other day, the Pledge of Allegiance, like, you know, our country was founded on godly principles. So our allegiance as a citizen of heaven is to uh, be devoted and a, a, uh, committed to the, the ways of God in our in our country and as a citizen, right? But, but anyway, getting back, how do you help someone, uh, you know, stay committed or connected or follow through to reach their goals yeah it's it's putting that that commitment what you said what you promised to yourself um that you have that in your mind the whole time but you you keep that loyalty to yourself and just not getting into your head too much and especially so adversity comes and that is when the true test of your loyalty and your commitment is you know okay you're gonna have um people around you or you're going to have a bad day. You're not going to always feel good. You don't, we don't run on feelings. You know, you have that goal in mind. I wanted to, I want to do this. I want to look this way, put a picture on a wall or a visual. We are very visual uh, as people. And so just having that in front of you um, and know that it's going to be tough. Uh, Proverbs I mean, 17, 17, a friend loves at all times. A brother is born for adversity. So we're going to go through adversity. We're going to go through tough times. But that is going to kind of mold us and refine us to that process of where we want to be. Uh, and it is a continual work 
it is you know it never goes away we're gonna have those you know we're gonna fall um mm. per se the righteous man falls seven times but gets up um and so that yeah just having that in front of you that visual and waking up with that in the morning reminding mm. yourself we need reminders every day we get lost in the world we get distracted and i think we need to remind ourselves like what is our why what does god want in my life what is his purpose and like taking yourself out and um yeah oh you just said it what is my why i love that the why produces the how doesn't it yeah and i think when you think about loyalty and maybe a tool you want to jump into like again it's like you know the why behind i I think someone will stay committed someone will stay connected someone the longevity in our faith Mm. It has to be connected to the why, like mm. to glorify God, to know God, to uh, to grow deeper with God. I mean, I think the why is a huge thing. Like even in relationships, I know we were joking with you at the start here about being an eligible bachelor, <laughs> but I'm not going to go back there. I promise. Uh, but but honestly, like men are afraid of commitment, aren't they, Atul? I, I totally agree. I think it, uh, it scares us as men. Because it requires something more from us. So easy to just uh, commit to myself and just say, this is what I want, this is what I can do. But to be able to just taking myself out and trusting God more than for the situation and say, you know what, God could do anything. I, when he was talking about commitment, it's like, am I, I was thinking, like, how can I be committed, like, personally? If I am. If I understand, as Acts 17 once said, that I am purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ, and I am saved by His grace in Ephesians 2.8 and John 3.16, that God has given me a new life, and my commitment has to be on the Lord in everything that I do. In my study time, I make the commitment to have a time of study so I can know the heart of God. I... Uh, get on my knees and I pray daily. So I have a prayer life. I make a commitment to have a prayer life. I, uh, I take to see, study the word. So I know what God is speaking to me. I think we talked about the last night, like, God, are you speaking to me? And I'm, am I what God is saying? Because if I'm committed to God, then I can hear his voice. Mm-hmm. And as God speaks to me, and I want that in my life, because then if I could hear his voice, then I can, tell someone else what mm. god is putting in my heart and that all comes through like me committing before the lord and say god this is the book that i want and my and my vertical as you said is with christ and i can move mountains i just require small faith like a mustard seed mm. i don't need much because i have a big god it's not a small god i have a big god you know so Am I committed to that God in everything that is in me? Am I committed for the rest of my life? Am I, am I going to be faithful to God as I go forward in my walk? Yeah, I mean, these are big thoughts. Maybe you're listening today thinking, hey, I'm not committed. I'm scared to death. And, and we, can all, uh, we can all understand that. And I, I would just say this. I remember hearing from another brother at one point, and he said, I should read my Bible more. I should pray more. I should share my faith more. And he just said this to me, and I, and I loved it. He said, just start now. Just start now. 
don't try to overcommit, right? You know how that that goes uh, under promise over deliver, but so many people overcommit, right? They fill their schedule with things that they, and then all of a sudden they just are too busy to even absorb anything. But but just start now in a little way, right? Just like that person that's in training when adversity comes, that's going to be the telltale sign. Like, how much do you want this? And by the way, I mean, just let's be honest, commitment demands, uh, 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 actually, uh, it demands and shows the price of, of what we value. So like in a relationship, right? Or yeah. in a friendship or in a training or in a job, um, you know, will we stick it out because we have allegiance? Uh, we're doing it unto the Lord. I, I don't know if you want to talk more about allegiance or whatever's on your heart, Jesse, here. That would just bring this to another level. Anything? Yeah, I was, I mean, I was thinking that too as well. Committing and, you know, not having, you know, per se, your eggs in too many baskets too as well. Commit to small things, small battles, small victories. So I have this main goal, and like, like I want to change my life. I want to do all this, but have small victories along the way so you don't get discouraged. Because we're going to get discouraged, but if I could have a small victory, okay, I want to have, I want to establish my walk with God more. Let me, let me just pray for five minutes, five minutes a day. Well, boom, I'm going to commit to that. So commit to small things. If you commit to this one big thing that I want to go on a missionary trip uh, right away, and uh, yeah, it's like, okay, there's so many different obstacles. Like, let me commit to the small battles and get confidence, build a trust, trust and confidence. And then that loyalty will, will spread. Yeah, I mean, how many steps are in a mile, right, Atul? Yeah. Do you take one leap? Maybe you do because you got long legs. <laughs> I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm but, seven foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to be a whole lot more than seven foot tall. But no, really, it's step by step, moment by moment. Yeah. It's okay, God, it's you and me. I live for the audience of one. I don't know what I'm doing, but you know what, you know what's going on. My trust is in you. Like David, First Samuel 17, like how did he approach Goliath? Well, he was first loyal uh, to the flock in the field and he protected them from the lion and the bear. So when another gorilla comes, Goliath, right? He knew exactly what to do because he had his allegiance in the right place. What do you think about that? My allegiance has to be replaced by the allegiance of God. It has to be. Right, sorry. So my, you know, I have to make sure who I am in Christ, and uh, what my role in in my in Christ is. And uh, so my allegiance is always has to be God, no matter what, because I'm purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ. And I, I think about like it's easy to, for example, you know, yeah, I I could live in my feelings. My allegiance could be my feelings or my perception or my emotions. But would that take me towards God? No, it doesn't. It takes me away from God. I wrote this statement of God allegiance demands our dependency. <clears throat> so my dependency is in Christ. And the more I am uh, with, walk with God, the more I, am, I understand the allegiance to Christ. And I think, and loyalty, and commitment, and having that confidence, and having that faith, because God is my anchor in everything in mm. my life. Yeah. 
letting him in like every aspect of my life. I think that like a, we talk about a house a lot, having a house and let's say I lock certain doors in my house that God doesn't get through. I have my own, like, oh, my man cave, God doesn't come in there. Or my job, God doesn't come in there. But no, allowing God to come in every aspect of my life, because that is that is an alliance, that is loyalty. Mm-hmm. If you're hiding things and not letting him uh, work in you in certain areas, then it's that's a lack of trust and a lack of loyalty. You know, it's interesting. Uh, one of the scariest verses in the Bible, <clears throat> in the right sense, is that your sin will find you out. So. I think it's in Deuteronomy, but when you say that, like letting God in, because uh, when we think about a, allegiance, it's like we're saying, you know, who do I serve? Who am I worshiping or who am I loving and who am I uh, ultimately fighting for? And, uh, you know, I think in a spiritual realm, like who are we yoked up with? So when you look about, you know, let's say our needs, our desires, you know, or our, uh, just our dreams. It's like, wow, you know, it's like, who am I, uh, who am I doing this unto? You know, what am I pursuing? And again, when we're talking about our commitment before God, we will fail, but it's God's commitment to us that really is the, like you said, it's the anchor, the benchmark, the plumb line, because in, in failure, right? there's forgiveness. Why? Because his love never changes. His love doesn't need a demonstration uh, because it's always needs a demonstration, but it doesn't need a reason to love, but it's always been there as God being love. I think that's so valuable. Like God is committed to us through thick and thin, uh, through the good times and the bad. I think God has to be the ruler of my life, no matter what, because we are bought by his love. When we think about that, he has to be the ruler. And, you know, and it, when I understand that commitment part, and I understand how God is committed to us, even when we fail in our failure, God doesn't walk away. He doesn't say, by the way, I'm done. You know, I'm going <laughs> to leave you right here. He doesn't do that. Wow. It's just, just for a moment or however long it breaks the relationship. But he doesn't walk away. And in commitment, so easy people walk away. But when we think about the commit, the word commitment, like, you know what? No matter thick through thin through thick. How, how do you say that? Thick and thin. Thick and thin. thin. I am here because I made a commitment to you. And because Christ Jesus has made a commitment on the cross for us. And he never, never, never walks away. And he, I love that what I... What we heard the other day, that God never sees our sins. How much more we have to think like that? Mm-hmm. That when I am looking at someone, that I don't see anything but the blood of Jesus Christ on that cross. Then I am thinking with eternal purpose. And I am thinking in a finished work. And that should be my perspective. Every second of my life is I want to see everyone finished for because of what Christ has done on the cross and he made that commitment. He didn't have to. He could have just said no. It's easy. I don't know what to do, I think. Find your own way to do to heaven. Yeah. And I that mean, love. Yeah. Unconditional love. That's what unconditional love is. That's life changing. I mean if we get a glimpse like he endured he endured the contradiction of sinners because he loved us, right? 
I think of Isaiah 40, 29. It says, God does not get tired of us. <laughs> He's he not like, guys, come on now. It's like, what's wrong? He doesn't slap us on the side of the head. I mean, we, you know, our sin, the consequences of sin does that. Sure. But he's there waiting to be gracious, saying, listen, I'm committed to you, knowing that there's so much I want to give you. There's so much I want you to learn. There's so much I want you to experience. Um, so just getting back, I just want to echo this as we close. Like, Jesse, like, um, what are some ways that we can develop commitment? Um, what are ways? How did you get here from Florida? Like, you have an amazing testimony just in how you made it just a series of decisions and then all of a sudden here you are in Baltimore. Like, how would you, how would you say God worked in your life personally? Um, it's just having, just making that leap of faith. I mean, you're just thinking we want a grasp of everything. We want to have control of so many things in our life, but it really is the letting go, letting go and letting God, letting God work in our life because he will. And so I, I was uncomfortable. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, is this right for me? And that's like, I feel like that's Satan in our mind. He's always just trying to, you know, take us away, uh, steer us uh, off of the path. And so it's just making that leap of faith, trusting in him with everything and knowing that he comes first and I'm second. I'm second. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, making that leap of faith. It, it was scary, it was, but it was, it's cool how you could like look back at it now and so so many different pieces of the puzzle that he put together uh that he just put in my life and I'm just so grateful it's just like you know, why like I want to keep doing it I'm just want to keep jumping off of buildings it's I mean maybe not that I'm sorry with the bungee cord with the bungee cord okay I have to edit that now. <laughs> just to add what don't you, try this at home no jumping off buildings <laughs> just to add what you're saying um uh, Sorry, I'm the comedy aspect of this today. Sorry. That tool is very serious. I, I, I know. I, the, the reason I said it because I remember because when he was saying about how he got here, I remember when we first started the prayer in last August with all the pastors of the United States and your father came along and he, the very first time he asked us to pray for his son, Jesse. Mm. And I, we have never met. And I, you know, I think I met you like three months ago. <laughs> And we became a very good friends now. We, I mean, we hang out a lot. <laughs> like we hang out a lot at least. Yeah, and I eat Indian food. Indian food. Oh. We do play. We do a lot of things. We. But I can see a heart of God in you. What God has done, um, because you have shared a bit of your life and where you are today, and the passion, the hunger that you have in your heart, and recommitting your life to Christ and saying, God. I am taking myself out of the picture now and you are in the driver's seat and you're navigating my life. It's like the boat in a, you know, in a, a water with no rudder and it's all uh, floating by fate. And that's how your life is right now. It's all fate. God is an amazing job and he's the rudder yes. for your life. And just to uh, see that, it's awesome for young men to have that much fire in your heart. And yeah. and, and, and because you have given that over to God. And I would say I, I really it's a it's a privilege just to call your friend. Awesome. Wow, you never said that to what? me. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, uh, Pastor Jason, he gave me ten dollars. <laughs> oh, 
You're always asking ten dollars. <laughs> I missed my friendship dues this week. Um, I'm kidding. No, but this is big. What you're saying, this is yeah. big because the power of a decision, yes. mm. a power of a decision to believe God, and like you said, Jesse, I am second. Huge words like, Lord, I'm going to believe you even though I don't feel it. I'm going to believe you even though I don't know what to do. I'm going to take you at your word. And you know what happens? We begin to see, like you keep saying about his faithful example that we are bought with a price. We have a call. And that love looks forward. I just want to say that. His love is looking forward. We look backwards. We're saying, oh, I want to change this and do that. And God says, I'm looking forward. Keep looking forward with me. And discover who I, who you, who I've made you to be, who you're becoming. So, if you are listening to this podcast, maybe for the first time, and uh, there may be an issue in your heart, like God, you're, what am I doing? Where am I with you? I would say, you know what? Just give your life over to God. Let Him lead you. Let him come in the driver's seat of your life. Let him navigate your life so you can be where God wants you to be. It's not going to happen, but you have to let go and let God come in and let him steer the life of yours. So please listen to these words and uh, wisdom that you are hearing from Pastor Jason, Jesse. It's, it's priceless. And we are praying for you guys, whoever it's listening. Pastor Jason, as we close. Yeah, thank you, Jesse, for being on here today. Uh, just exciting to have you. And uh, these are great thoughts that you gave us today. And yeah, like Atul said, Atul, it's good to have you too, by the way. Thank you, Pastor um, Jason. I thought we were friends. <laughs> yeah. Contact us. Uh, we're really excited. Get these, these episodes are getting more and more crazy. But you know what? God is good and we're excited about God. Yes, Atul, one last. So, um, Please uh, listen to us on uh, Facebook, 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 YouTube, and, YouTube and Spotify, uh, and Instagram. Leave Police a message. Police radar. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe not that. Just uh, leave us some uh, thoughts or comments. <laughs> We're just having fun today. We had too much coffee today. Oh. Hey, we love you guys. Thank you, Jesse, for being with us today. Yeah, thank you, what guys. It's an amazing word, what you guys are doing, and uh, we're just really flushing that internet and just getting on fire. We huh? want to take over the yes. internet. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> on that note, have a good day. Have a good, good day. Bless. God bless. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Your feedback is always welcome. Thank you.